Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. I'm your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. AJ! Blake! I'm, I'm drinking some cider right now because I'm stuck inside, and boy, does it feel... <laughs> Oh, it's so refreshing. Time means nothing anymore. It's two o'clock. It's not even two o'clock. <laughs> what time is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like two three, o'clock. No, it's three. It's three o seven for for us right now. It's one in the afternoon. It's one, in the, and it's we're not like one in the afternoon. <laughs> and we were like, you know what? Time means nothing to us on quarantine. <laughs> it's ten a.m., ten thirty a.m. Might as well start the day off fresh with a brewski, cracked I, open a cider. AJ and I had a really AJ sent me a funny text message yesterday. He's basically saying, "Hey, uh, I've been drinking since one in the afternoon, and I'm still drinking. Is that a problem?" And I'm like, <laughs> "I've been doing the same thing, so I have no place to judge." <laughs> but to be fair, that was on Saturday, right? Like on Saturday, all things, all bets are off, right? Yeah. Like I think that during quarantine, maybe during the weekdays, you have to pretend to yourself, like, "Okay, maybe it's like a normal weekday." All right, AJ. But on the re- weekends. I have a real question for you, actually. You are currently working from home right now. Are you drinking on the job? No, that would be irresponsible. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Quick, we're not recording. Are you drinking on the job? No, but I really wish I was. You have no (laughs) idea how much. Like, I'm just like sitting here in my office and I'm in my little, my air quotes office, which is four feet from my bed. And I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. If Could I a, just work there? If there is a bed in the room, you are legally allowed to drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's safer that way. You get to just pass out. <laughs> That's true. That does. That is safe drinking. <laughs> For those of you who are new to the podcast, we are a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely ideas from Twitter, Reddit, email, and YouTube. Not official channels. Fuck you. With the delay, I have to wait. Like I have to like hold 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 for a second so you can say the fuck you, um, and we turn them into the next AAA video game titles. <coughs> Sorry, I had I died Uh-oh. a little bit. Hey, what was that? I uh, had some phlegm in my throat. I don't know what it is, but cider like leaves a little bit of a uh, little bit of goo in your in your throat. You know what I mean? It's because it's so goddamn sugary. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's so tasty, AJ. It's um, very tasty. This is our first beer cast. I mean. We're not drinking beer though. It's a cider cast. This is our first cider cast, yeah, which means we that go. we can do it. We can do the podcast format that everybody loves and de- holds dear to their hearts, <laughs> two, where they're just like two, just two, two bros, dude. a couple of beers, and talking about what d- wild and crazy, vi- like wild and crazy news things happened this week. <laughs> Did you hear that these conventions got canceled too? Chug a lug, bitch. AJ, how many? Did you, wait, did you, I could actually hear you drinking. Oh my god! <laughs> I was expecting um, a, uh, somebody somebody bookmark that because like five years from now, AJ is going to have one of those podcasts. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is, like, I totally could see myself doing that. Not like. Not because I want to put more of those out into the world, uh-huh. but because like I'm at a point in my life where like I need to schedule hanging out with friends. That's fair. And I would use it as an excuse. I'd be like, well... Let's drink and talk about video games, bro. If I'm drinking and talking about video games and video game news, but there's a microphone in front of me, it counts as work, and I can do that uh, <laughs> with a clean conscience. Uh, cheating the system a little bit. I cheating can, I can... the system. It's not just hanging out. Then people are 
people are like forced to hang out with me because. <laughs> Um, heads up, there might be a little bit more burps in this episode. I'm trying to lean away from the mic as I as I get the burpy, but I'm 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 side. You get so burpy when you drink anything carbonated. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I yeah, I got a, I got a weird stomach, bro. <laughs> oh, AJ, AJ. You know what? Like fu- a funny fucking. I I I I made a tweet about it, and I know we're supposed to talk about video games, but I have to fucking talk about it. Do you know I am the cream? like <laughs> we're on air right now be I, careful with what you say <laughs> i um i was i i stumbled across the macho man randy savage interview where he's like i'm the cream of the crop i'm gonna rise oh, to yeah. the top. and then he proceeds to put a little bit of coffee creamer on his head spin and looks and after the guy's like hey how are you living right now Macho Man's like, I'm living in a nightmare. I am the cream. And I'm like, that, that that's what he says verbatim, back to back. I'm living in a nightmare. I am the cream. I This man is a fucking treasure. <laughs> God, we were really born in the wrong era. Like, fuck it. You and I need to get into wrestling. You like- and I talked about this. We need to do it as like a, as like a fucking... As like one of our monthly shout outs or something. We do like an actual fucking we go get trained. Let's go get trained by professional wrestlers. No, I'm not doing anything physical ever again in my life, Blake Raya. I'm I'm fused to this chair. Maybe you missed that part where I mentioned I'm working from home. I'm uh-huh. part boy, part chair, all worker. <laughs> I cannot come to a wrestling ring ever again. What I'm proposing is that we just watch professional wrestling. Oh, I thought you were going to suggest we just go to your room and we, you and I professionally wrestle away from the public eye. If you want to break quarantine, <laughs> come into my room and wrestle on my mattress. Come over and let's do it. This sounds um, a little sexual. It sounds what? It sounds sexual. I would say that it sounds it's just two bros romantic. A, it's, it's two bros in a room by themselves with a closed door wrestling. TM. Yeah, but we'd have leotards. So. <laughs> We'd have leotards and cool names. It'd be cool. <laughs> It'd be cool. Just a couple of bros. <laughs> right, now, fine. do let's, we have video games yeah, we can talk about? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to give us the first submission? I got a submission from Philip K. at Zaldin. Zaldin? Zaldin. There's two ends. Mm-hmm. Philip K. Cowboy emoji suggests games about islands and crafting are popular right now. So, why not dust off the survivor license? Hunt food, craft items, and vote other players off the island. You know, apparently they had the Survivor franchise had a really fun Wii game like a few years back. <laughs> I could totally see it getting revitalized um for the Switch. So, um <laughs> actually wait, AJ, if we make this game, there's one mechanic I really want to introduce. All right, what is it? So, um Two things. One, you know, like your buddy, uh, an old roommate of yours, Kendall, was actually in a fantasy survivor league. Yes, where that's he... true. This I can confirm. <laughs> so I want to do it Jackbox style. So the people who can't play the survivor game can actually place bets. Survivor, survive, fantasy survivor style. For those who don't know what fantasy survivor is, is you place bets on who you think's gonna win. So like fantasy, it's like football. fantasy football. It's like fantasy football, but like a little bit more snazzy and like cooler. I think. Um, yeah, you would get points based on like who made it through the week, 
how many people were doing confessionals, mm-hmm. um, who ha- who scored the best in the games that week. Mm-hmm. So you, we, it's like we make it specifically for the live streaming market, where <laughs> people are live streaming like their survivor games. Because AJ, you and I, we're in quarantine right now, so all of our games need to revolve around things people can play not in the same room, right? Okay, yeah. I think that's a very good... All of the games this week need to have an online functionality. That's yes. a good point. Yes. So, uh, am I, am I, <laughs> I mean, if we set that as the standard, we might be in that for like a couple of months, my friend. <laughs> That's going to be how it's like this week and this week only. Continue. <laughs> Hold on one second. My dad's calling me during my podcasting hours, but we're going to go ahead and ha- put him just, on the just, air. Just... Hey, dad. It's hey, mom. Hey, mom. Wait, mom, before you say another thing, I need to let you know, I'm currently recording a podcast and I live in a two verification state. So I need you to say that you're okay with me recording you right now. I'm okay with you recording me right now. Thank you for legal reasons. Hey, mom, say hi to my podcast. My podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll call you later. I love you. No, wait. No, you don't want to be a special no, get, guest? Get, get a game idea from her. Get a game I idea. Have, no, I, yeah. Get a game okay, idea. Wait, get mom, a- I have one thing. I want you to give me a video game idea. I don't play video games. <laughs> All right, I know, a, but we'll run what is that. a video we'll game that. that you wish I would play? Respect your mom's game. I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> do you wish I played video games in general, or do you wish that I stopped? Stopped. <laughs> but that's our brand. That's that's uh, that's what we are. Uh, you know what? I appreciate you being very honest with me and my audience. Do they have a game like Carmen? Like Carmen Santiago? Yeah. Okay, a game like Carmen Santiago. Okay, All right, we can I'm going to take that. that idea, and we're going to go ahead and run that into our next <laughs> submission. Thank you so much, Mom. Okay, I love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. Whoa. And there it was, team. That was our first guest this week. Um, <laughs> if you have any other guests you want to feature on the show, let us know. <laughs> Okay, so we'll we'll come back to your mom's idea in a second. But okay. um okay, so we have to can you read the submission again? It's, we got to make a game based off game of, about island uh just dust off survivor. We're going to hunt stop. food, craft items and vote other players off the island. So Here's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Battle Royale survivor game. So you Oh, okay. So here's the thing. You all spawn on various points in the island. You have to be at certain locations to do certain challenges. So the part of the game is like you have three minutes to get to the other side of the island to do this obstacle course challenge, or you get kicked off right then and there. So yeah, and every time you win the challenge, the if you're the first one to win the challenge, you get immunity. Mm-hmm. And if you get immunity, I think you also get double vote. Like oh. you can you can vote two times, so it oh. comes with like a double feature, right? Immunity and double vote. Oh, here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. Um so if you get immunity, you straight up don't have to participate in the next challenge. Maybe you can spend that time pursuing the secret idols and other various things. So like there's I some forgot ex- secret idols were a thing. Yeah, I they're just hitting me. Like honestly, my my envision of of uh, survivor is basically just total drama island. <laughs> I I don't really know where one ends and one begins mechanics wise. So uh, anything I suggest will also have a tint of of total drama in it. 
<laughs> okay, so everybody does a contest together, and uh-huh. then we're starting to vote people off, and we're like, all right, I won. I've got immunity. I get a double vote. And after eight minutes, we get to vote off, like, a third of the people. Mm-hmm. Or you could just th- vote one person. So it's like a game of, like, like say, a couch thing. Like, there's four people playing, like, Jackbox style. Actually, six people playing, Jackbox style. I want 12 people playing Jackbox style. All right, let's I do want, that. Like, I like the idea of it being Jackbox style, but I want more, more, more people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so that that would be fun online stuff where we just play the uh, just play it with people, and then the people who aren't, um, oh, you know, be kind of cool too. The people, the audience does two things. One, they um, can watch and vote and participate in the games to some degree, but they can also they're the per, they're the group in charge of giving hints to the person looking for the secret idol. Like maybe How they... are you imagining this game playing? Because we're we're proposing the idea of being able to look around and like explore a three D space. Yeah, it, but it's Survivor. But it's You're on an style? island. You're I on... know, but like you can't explore so, an okay. island and do no, Jackbox no, style no, unless you, you totally can. Because here's what happens: is each round of Survivor is half an hour or whatever, okay. right? So you spawn on random points on the island, battle royale style. You are told, hey, you need to meet at the um, the waterfall to do some sort of stacking challenge. And you have so-and-so amount of time to get there. You might run into uh, some obstacles along the way. Oh, there's a cheetah here. It turns out you died. The people that are in the jackbox, I mean, or in the audience, can flip cameras and follow whichever contestant they want to. So they can see how each character does their thing and knows where to put their bets. Okay, so, so it's there's like a an betting actual game. video game system, uh huh, and there's a Jackbox system. Yes, there's a Jackbox like viewing system with the audience, so you can get like a hundred thousand people placing bets on your thing. Gotcha. Okay, and then at the end of the game, it'll be who was the survivor and who was the best audience member, who like who made away with the most like cash or something. Oh my like that. god! You know what I just remembered existed? What? There was an Xbox Live like, um. A trivia game where like a uh-huh. hundred and one people could be playing trivia oh, against each that's other. That's fucking awesome. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. I honestly like back when I was playing Xbox, I only did online for Halo. Like, like that was the only thing I ever did. Because that's like that's the only people I had friends with that played Halo. You know what I mean? Yeah. What the hell? I don't remember why I remember this. It was just like so, but uh, how... one versus a hundred interactive trivia game. Yeah, uh, like a hundred people could play this game if I remember correctly. So we do something like that, basically. Yes. Ooh, I like that. Do you got another video game suggestion for I me? Do have another video game? Suggestion All right, but whatever it is, we're mixing my mom's suggestion in. Uh, why don't we just do your mom's suggestion? My mom just said something like Carmen Santiago. So a finders game, basically. Yes. Okay. Let me actually. I have the best idea, AJ. I have the best fucking idea. Um, so I have a tweet from Ordinary Fruit at Adequate Orange. Make a game based off of what pops up on a random Wikipedia article. We are going to combine them, AJ. Okay. All let's right. see it. All right. Oh, let me pull up random Wikipedia. Random Wikipedia. Wikipedia random. Are you going to hit the random button or do I also need I, to do a random? I'm going to hit the random button, I think. All right. Uh, what? <laughs> What'd you get? I I don't know how I'm going to apply this. This is oh this is this is in a different language actually. Well, um, hit it again till we hit an English one. Uh, okay. Come on now. Uh, uh, 
okay, so you got to give us something that we can really chew on. All right, this one, um, Brian McClelland. Uh, Brian McClelland was an American thoroughbred horse racing owner and trainer. He was one of the best horsemen of his era who won the three races that would eventually constitute the United States Triple Crown of Thoroughbred Racing Series. So it's a race, it's a horse racing game, but you're also finding things. AJ, actually, wait, hold on a second. This is like a bullet time thing. So you are in a race game. And as you are racing, you also need to be um, like hunting certain things down around you on the racetrack. So you're trying to stay as fast as you can to where you don't lose the race. But the faster you go, the harder it is to click on items that you're trying to find. So you're on like, uh, you know, like those point and click like search games where you're like, find the mask, find the scissors, find this, find that. Yeah, whatever, yeah, right? yeah. So you are... Oh, you know, be kind of cool. Like the backdrop to this is kind of small soldier style where you're just toys. They used to have these little board games that were like horse racing tracks and it was all mechanical. You would like um, use paper coins to place a bet. And then the it's the horse racing game in Vegas, but as a board game. Okay. Um, So you are in a pawn shop and around you is all of these random ass knickknacks. But you're You are the, the you are one of the little racers on on the board game. So, like, as you're racing around the track trying to beat all your other racers, you got to, like, I spy shit. So I like, like this idea. I like this, like, give and take of, like, I want to go super fast and win the race, but mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm going slow enough that I can notice the I spy things that I need mm-hmm. to catch My- so that I can solve the mystery about who killed Carmen Sandiego. There you go. My main inspiration for this was Drunken Mario Kart, where you have to, like, race as fast as you can, but then you have to stop so you can drink properly. Which, by the way, we did that for the first time like a month ago, and that it was the hurt. worst experience we've ever had. <laughs> well, I'm I was so bummed because I spent like I, I spent like a good amount of money on some good rum to make like um, dry pina coladas for everybody, and <laughs> it just fucking annihilated them. We and just slammed it. You just slammed them, and they tasted so good. And I was so bummed, but like at the same <laughs> time, it's like yeah, it's fun. Might as well try it. You you see all these Facebook videos on people doing it. Facebook videos are a liar sometimes. All of Facebook is a liar sometimes. You kidding me? Damn, you right. I got another video game submission for you. Tell me about it. Oh, thank you to your mom, by the way. Can you send her my thanks? Yeah, we'll do. Let me text her her, right now. That would be weird. All right. Send the text to my mom. Awesome. This comes from our Reddit uh, spiritual successor. This comes from user Horse Gun Inc., a survival game where you're a squatter. In a $40.5 million house. Okay, 40. so it's... So, the first thing that stands out to me here, it'd be kind of cool, where it starts off as one thing, and but it be kind of becomes something else. So, it's a four... They didn't say if this this house is expensive, but is does yeah, anybody... $40 million worth of house. Does That's any, a lot of house. Does anybody live there? Because, like, I'm imagining if they squatted, they were like, hey, this house is reportedly empty. I want it to be used. I want there to be people living in it. I want it to be like. Okay. Oh fuck! Try it's bleep yourself out. That's bleep it out. That's a spoiler. Okay. Such a spoiler. Okay. We're not going to mention that movie then. We're not going to mention that movie at all. But like, (laughs) no. But here's the thing. I want you to. I want you to be hiding in hiding and living in this house while somebody else is living there. Like, I want you to be like the monster that like. The, like oh. when people are like oh don't go into this spooky ass house there's a ghost living there and it's uh-huh. like well actually it's a me 
Yeah, it's just it's, it's a me, AJ Hart in this house, and I've been living here for forty years, and no one's known it. It's I'm a, a ghost. Ooh. It's a person posing as a ghost to get by. So, like the people there know he's there, or know there is a ghost there. So, like if something happens, they'll come and investigate it. You know, yeah. be kind of cool. So it's like, um, I would love to play this game because each holiday there will be more people in the house. So like every major holiday will become its own like new level of difficulty. So like Easter comes around, there's going to be a bunch of kids searching the house like more intently than normal because they're all looking for eggs, right? So they're, they're all have... looking. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, it, you're going to run into a lot of issues where you have to like hide in one place and then that place is no longer safe because you know they're coming. So you got to like dip into another room. I also love the idea of like, because like hiding in somebody's house, it's like a fancy house, right? Like. Four stories, big open floor plan, two basements. Mm-hmm. Two basements. A- what would you do with two basements? I don't think I've ever heard of a place having two basements. Well, the first basement is for all of your basement needs. Um, we don't have basements in LA, so I don't know what you would use a basement for in general. So um, I know what, that I had it- a basement for my house back in Oregon, and I'm really certain that that basement was used just to make little baby AJ scared. It was so purpo- maybe the it was first purposely basement- built to just be to scare you. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's what all basements are for. Actually, is just like they're built to make people scared and a little spooked out because they're like, "Well, great, this is where a goblin lives, and I'm going to be killed as a little baby." Uh, I I don't think that's how it works, but okay. <laughs> and then the second basement is probably for like ritualistic summonings, and you know. Oh, cult meetings. Do you want to do a thing where, like, kind of coming back to my original idea, where it, like starts as one thing but becomes something else? Is you have lived, say, for the past five years, you've lived in this house by yourself because nobody wants, to, uh, nobody had enough money to afford it, and then this new family moves in. So now you're that's the starting point of the game is you're trying to avoid getting caught by these people in this house you've squatted at for a long time. Do you find out that the family over time is actually using some of the areas in the house for satanic purposes or for cult-like purposes? Yeah. Yes. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. I like this a lot because uh-huh. like it, it, it will slowly turn into like like the game starts off and it's a horror because like you're the bad person, right? Yes. Like you're yes. in a space that you're not supposed to be. You don't want to get caught because when people see you, they're going to freak out. But as the game goes further and further and this family gets more comfortable, you start to realize that they are into some horrible stuff, and then you are trapped in the house with them. Oh, like, I like love there's that. like this point halfway through the game where your character makes the decision, like, okay, I need, to I need tell... to tell somebody yeah. about this. See, I love that. But as now, like a, as like a moral, the thing? house is like under like a super security lockdown. Oh, like, that's so fucking cool. Where they have like dogs outside, so like the moment somebody, um. Like it's caught. Oh, you know, be so cool. Actually, be really just to show the scope of how big this house is. What if they're like midway through the game? They're like they notice that the cult stuff's going on, right? Um, they know they find out that there was actually another squatter in the house that they just never knew was there, but they were tried to escape and were caught by the dogs outside. <laughs> so that's how a, fucking big is this house that there's like a nuclear a 42, family and two ghost squatters. There's two. That's fuck. Have you ever heard of one haunted house that has only one ghost? I think not. <laughs> but they're people. Well, I mean, like, just who cares? They're ghosts, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know, be really kind of twisted, actually. Hmm. Um, the family 
notice knows that the ghost is existing here but they think he's like some sort of messenger for their dark god so they actually start worshiping the ghost oh god they start confessing <laughs> they to the character player character about like the horrible things that they've done either, but like they're bragging about it because they're spooky cultists well, i mean like either that or they're like Maybe they want to, they're trying, as the game goes on, they're trying to be more active in contacting this ghost or the main character who they think is a ghost. So maybe like that can influence some of the level design. Like the the kids are now like, hey, we're, they're on the lookout for this ghost. They're trying to find signs of him or something. So, oh, you know, be also really cool. You can't squat in the same place for too long because they'll track you after as time goes on. Oh, yeah, you'll have to be jumping to different rooms and different, like, back alleys and, like, different walls to be hiding in. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, dude, this is a a fun game, actually. I want to put a pin in this because this is very good. I'm, like, imagining that, like, visually this game would almost look like a Resident Evil 7. Oh, like, really grimy, really gritty. Yeah, like like a mm. first person horror that you're trying to like hide yeah. and creep around in. Yeah, I love that shit, dude. Hell yeah, man. This is a cool okay, idea. Let's put a pin in this. Do you have a video game idea? I do have a video game idea. For the first time in a while, we've actually gotten an email submission uh, from Polaris Polaris Gears. Uh, says, you are famous astronaut Buzz Aldrin returning to Earth after the Apollo 11 mission, only to find out that Earth has been taken over by flat earthers. Use your famous mission-saving pen to take down flat earthers in a Scribble Knots Herald and the Purple Crayon-esque adventure to take out the head honcho and restore truth to the Earth. <laughs> that was a big one, but I just was like, oh, hey, holy shit. All right, <laughs> so I'm Buzz Aldrin. I'm heroic hero space adventurer Buzz Aldrin. Uh-huh. Confirmed ca- space cowboy Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> space cowboys, fuck yeah. Um, so I've come back to Earth. Uh huh. Everyone well, thinks it's a flat Earth. Here's the, I have here's... no thing, nothing that I can do except use my pen, which has been great, been it, it has been blessed by a space witch mm-hmm. and given mystical powers so that I can draw anything let's, that no, I no, want. No, 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 no. Let's take science. Let's take the science route here. You know, like I'm um, Portal Two, basically. The portal actually all the paint in portal is powered by moon rocks. Yeah. Do you know that? So like he gets some of this moon rocks and he and he puts it into his pen and he grounds it up and turns the moon rocks into his ink. So he Blake, can draw with mink. Stop. Moon okay, rock. I can't stand with you trying to be like, oh, like science, and then try to quote science that makes things bouncy <laughs> at me. If you want to use space science that mutates things, uh-huh. I need you to go with the more practical and more realistic space science, which is, of course, Radiation? that you get too close to a meteor and you uh-huh. have something happen to you like the Fantastic Four. Now, uh- <laughs> oh, you're gonna one quote person some became rocks, one fiction? person became fire, one person became stretchy, one person became invisible. But Are you, Buzz Aldrin, the secret fifth member of the Fantastic Four. You fuse <laughs> with your pen. <laughs> you were given a pen that gives life. Oh, I was thinking like he just had his pen in his pocket and it just fused <laughs> to his fucking fingers. So now he just has like a pen hand. So it's like Benji <laughs> that and the wouldn't give him mystical powers. That is, I mean, are you saying a pen that is fused to your fucking hand that allows you to draw shit into reality is not a magical power? Okay, that's fair. Okay, I see what you mean now. Okay, it still has oh, you, the magical you power. Thought, you thought I was going to the realm of just like he got this mundane bullshit thing while everybody around him got cool shit. Yes, that's the direction I thought you were that's going. That's just Dr. Doom, dude. He got fused <laughs> to metal. Or he got turned he into like metal. He can shoot lasers and can like 
fly and is internally in pain. Poor guy. I mean, he's a he's an asshole. He's kind of not a great guy. He's actually a super good guy. No, he's not. <laughs> oh man, my my levels are clipping here. <laughs> okay. I think I think Doctor okay. Doom did nothing okay, wrong. Okay, so here's the question though. Do we do the Scribble Knots route where it's kind of a platformer with Buzz Aldrin? Or is he still in Earth's orbit and just drawing on the face of the planet? <laughs> so like he's like he's like Civ style trying to draw like things above all the flat earthers. I want to go with the Scribble Knots idea because I can conceptualize what this game would look like in a Scribble Knots style. Okay. I can't conceptualize an RTS where you can make up words, but maybe you can help me conceptualize that. Um, I don't know. I think it would just turn into me drawing like dick butt on 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 the North American content. content. North America would be like, oh, Flat Earth is real. And Buzz Aldrin would be like, dick butt. <laughs> yeah, and then he put a big losers next to it, but it would have like the cool S, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you mean like the, the universal S where it's like the points and ends and stuff? Yeah, the oh, cool S. Sweet. It would say losers and point to America with the cool S. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's entertain the Scribble Dots thing. What does a platformer look like for Flat Earthers? Flat? Flat. I mean, it's, that's it's, Mario World, yeah, baby. It's, it's got to... No, no, no. It's not Mario World. It's got to be 2D because Flat Earthers don't understand three dimensions. They, All right. It's Super Mario it's, World. Yeah. So there you go. Or it's 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 a 2D platformer. So that's Scribblenauts, right? I've never played Do you think that when Flat Earthers saw Super Mario Galaxy, their minds were just fucking blown? Mm, no, because they, they think it's like, oh, this is a fantasy. It's just... It, oh, no, actually, no. They looked at it and they were like, this is just uh, round Earth... Um, uh, propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> they looked at it and were like, "No, this—they're just pushing their dumbass, unrealistic agenda on all of us." And I don't understand why they're doing it. And then they sip their tenth beer. You know. <laughs> wow, me and flat earthers have one thing in common during quarantine: love to drink. <laughs> the tenth beer. Tenth beer. You're not on your tenth beer, are you? No. Oh, okay. I'm actually I'm I'm out of cider. I might need to go grab another cider. Oh wait, no, I'm gonna save it for D and D. AJ and I are playing D and D later tonight. Okay, so let's go into another game. I like this game. Actually, actually, we didn't really break what this game is. So you're just trying to get to the flat Earth um, home base, which I'd have. They have to have one in a garage somewhere, right? Yeah, they have to. <laughs> so you're fighting your way through flat Earth society. And having to just change, like, oh, each world is like a different city that's been affected by the Flat Earth Society. So, like, Ooh, each one, I like that idea. So, like, Flat Earth has gone to the extreme where they're like, we need to banish all 3D aspects of the world. So, they actually, like, are implementing, like, maybe they have, like, technology or something that's forcing the world to become two-dimensional. Would Buzz Aldrin be able to create 3D assets? I mean, it would make it easier if, like, if we're pitching this on the Switch, which is a 2D monitor, like Scribblenauts, you're drawing on a flat surface. Yeah. I, oh, shit. You know what this game would kind of feel like and, like, look like? What? An Arxis game. Ar- Arc Systems games? That, like, like Dragon Ball Fighters or that oh, new Grand Blue game two, where, that like, 2D that 2D, 3D thing. Oh, Except the only pretty. thing that's 3D and has 3D elements would be Buzz Aldrin. And the things he creates oh, with his magic pen. Oh, I like that. 
What happened to the rest of his team? Did they like die on impact or oh they've been captured by uh, the flat earthers? They've like been the... captured by the flat earthers when they were trying to return to orbit. Uh-huh. Return from orbit. Uh-huh. Reentry. What's it called when an astronaut comes back? Reentry. Cool. So when they were coming back from re- reentry, mm-hmm. they all got captured and so Buzz Aldrin's on a mission to one kick every flat earther's ass mm-hmm. and two save all of his cool round earther friends okay and he's just going from city to city which has its own platforming mechanics and other various things that require him to draw shit into reality yeah and right. here's the big difference that makes this game different than scribble knots uh-huh and you're allowed to cuss <laughs> just... <laughs> all right <laughs> so when you so in like scribble knots if i put in big fucking cat it's just like gonna show me like oh here's a big cat sorry but oh. in in Buzz Aldrin's 3D adventure, uh-huh. if I put in big fucking cat, it's a big fucking it's just, cat. It's just my cat. It's just Gibbs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is an opportunity for us to offer a service, Blake. Uh-huh. We're going to make some money with this game? All no, other, but we're about to do the world a favor. Yet. All right. Tell us. We're going to gamify how big a big fucking thing is. And uh-huh. because of that, we can actually identify what that word means as an adjective. When, Like, what is the scale of that word? Uh, I don't want to say that word too many times because, like, then it will just look like I'm a sailor. You know what I mean? And Buzz Aldrin wouldn't want me to be cussing Are you, like are you implying a sailor isn't cool? I'm implying that sailors cuss too much. I mean, who cares? And it's just a bad word. And my mom was on this podcast. And because of that, I feel an obligation to like (laughs) use less bad words. You know, I I will respect you. I will respect (laughs) you on that. Because last last week we did talk about how moms are heroes. And we got to respect that. (laughs) All right. So you're 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 you are trying to. I'm trying to define how big the F-bombs is as an adjective. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think we should. You know why? Because it introduces a random element to our game. You know like wild <laughs> You know like wild magic in D&D is like, "Hey, I want to cast a spell." Okay, roll on 100 possible things that could go wrong or and one thing that's kind of on you cast the spell like unabated. So, you write in big fucking cat it could mean a hundred different things in whatever context. So, like, that's the joy of the game is you using words. And that's kind of, that's if language. You use a, if you use a curse, you activate the random mode. That or it kind of, you can do that with anything. Because if you look at it, language is like certain words mean certain things to certain people. You know what I mean? Like, my version of a big fucking cat could be so different than what your version of a big fucking cat is. But I do like the idea of if, if you are using a curse word, it does trigger it. But I think that's only some words, right? I think that the F-bomb, yes, absolutely adds a random feature. Well, I at... think that if you use damned or damn, well, it thinking... like makes it like super radical and hellish and like gives it like devil horns and bat wings and it's on fire. Well, I was thinking along the lines of shit because people say, hey, this is cool as shit. Hey, this is hard as shit. It's what the fuck does shit mean? But shit, is shit an adjective? Like if I were to be playing Scribble Knots and I needed a like... A CEO with a briefcase, uh, like I couldn't fit shit in yeah, as an you, adjective. You write shitty. A briefcase. CEO with a shit suitcase. Yeah, yeah bro. Right. Actually, you're right. No, no, you're right. You're right. Okay, that's a game, dude. We ready that's to go into the next one? <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. Pitch me a game, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, was that hot? Do you need to be burped? Are you okay? No, I can't. I can't get burped. Since I've gone on um, on quarantine, I have not been burped properly. 
Oh my god, you're going to explode. I am going to explode. All right, this one comes from Twitter from user Fish Harlan at Fish Harlan. Hi, Power Fish Rangers. Harlan. Hi, Fish Harlan. Power <laughs> Rangers MMO RPG. Oh, shit. Okay. So, AJ, real quickly, what Power Ranger do you will most identify with? I think I'm a Red Ranger. Yeah, you you have the audacity to be a Red Ranger. You know, before pro- previously, I probably would have wanted to be a Blue Ranger or a Black Ranger, uh-huh. but I definitely think that I lean more to a Red Ranger. Yeah, just that loud personality. Just that. yeah, yeah. No, I could I could totally feel that. I Maybe think... a Yellow Ranger, but I really don't look good in yellow because I am a white man. I... <laughs> um, I think I'd either be a Black Ranger or a Pink Ranger. Okay, hell I, yeah, I can I, see it. I mainly pick the Black Ranger because most o- more often than not, the Black Ranger is usually just a really big, tall dude, and I'm just I'm a, I'm a I'm a big guy, and I think that just kind of fit. and he also had the the uh, the the Mastodon in actually not yeah the Mastodon, Black Rangers the come with like a level of power. You know what's so frustrating about the Power Rangers MMO RPG idea? What it breaks into classes so fucking nicely. Oh yeah, each one of them have like like I know the yellow ranger tends to have spears or like ranged weapons. Yeah, like you can like, do you can do it totally. You have your five colors, uh like five general classes. Mm-hmm. Um of course the but like I they would all focus on different stats, right? Like mm-hmm. red, red, blue, black, green. Wait, we need to talk. What? What happens with the green and white colored rangers? Let's you know what? Let's put those aside for now. Let's talk I, about the base mighty morphin. Well, I think okay. I, speaking of, I, I want to talk about the green and white thing because you could do a thing where that's something you earn. Because the whole idea of the white and green ranger is that you can become them. Like there were rain, there were people who were a specific. I color don't think you can that. become the green ranger. I think that you can become a white ranger. Mm, okay. I, I thought a red ranger became the green ranger at a one green point. ranger eventually became the white ranger and i know that there are other instances of people becoming white rangers but i don't believe people jumped to the green oh okay so the green let's just treat it like the rest of the colors so it's every it's all the colors and eventually you can unlock the white ranger abilities maybe so like only one character class can unlock white ranger no no like i feel like that's like something I feel like that playing into the ideas of Power Rangers, like anybody can become anything. Anybody is powerful enough to conquer all their stuff. I think by limiting the ultimate power form, you are going against the traditions of Power Rangers. Okay. It's basically saying only a certain type of person can become with a certain type of personality can become the White Ranger. And like that as an MMO, that's kind of boring. Yeah, that is kind of boring. That's also probably pretty boring as like a show. Has anybody other than a Red Ranger become a White Ranger? Uh, <laughs> you've got me there. I have no idea. Like, when's the last time the Yellow Ranger was like, mm, actually, I'm the new leader? I me. mean, I mean, they never really treated the Pink and Yellow Rangers like at all good. <laughs> That's true. Because they tended to be women, and you know how that goes. <laughs> Dang it, Power Rangers! Come on now. <laughs> Well, actually, they did get some loving though. They, there was this. There's a new the Power Dino Ranger. Thunder one. There was only like a yellow, blue, and red ranger, wasn't it? It was like a squad of three. It was that a squad was of three. I, I was talking about like the uh, yellow, a couple yellow and a couple pink uh, rangers from previous generations are back in their new show, but they're moms as po- and Power Rangers. There's Power Moms. There's Power Moms, dude. Shut the fuck up. This Have you is not all seen I care this? about. Have you no, not seen this? I did not know. <laughs> Power Ranger Moms. Yeah, dude. It's like totally a thing. What am I? What? 
This is what? Yeah, it's it's like the yellow, the teal, and a pink. The ranger. yellow from the Dino Thunder, I think that is. Mm-hmm. The, or the blue from Dino Thunder, I think. The yellow from SPD, mm-hmm. and the pink from Mystic Force, I believe that yes. is? Yes, 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 yes. Why do I know so much? How have I retained so much Power Rangers information? I don't know, man. Like, because it's just, it's it, it just sticks with you. It's just Update, cool shit. this is definitely not the American version of Power Rangers that has the Power Moms. Oh, no, no, no. This is the Japanese version, totally. Like, um, oh, what? Man, we don't cool. get fucking And you nothing. know what's awesome? They're all pretty. They're all, like, wicked pretty. <laughs> Okay, I can't get I can't get too too distracted by the Power Rangers moms. That's going to be all I'm thinking see, about for the next week did, and a they half. They did get some love, which was kind of cool. That was the point I was trying to get. So you pick your Power Rangers class, and you pick your class. I think you pick your color, which has like a gen, like general stats, and then you pick your class. Whether you're oh. going to be like a sword user, you're going to have, or if you're going to have like. A, a gun, a gun, or a spear, or a hammer, or an axe. Like then you get to pick your weapon. Mm-hmm. You know what we also do? Because one thing I've actually learned to love more recently with a lot of the online games I'm playing, events. You know what the events are in this game, AJ? Certain like event you can do two things. One, the event is just uh, one of the uh, one of the many enemies from the Power Rangers universe is sprung up and attacking a certain section of the town of the city. And you have to go and stop them before then. And then other Power Rangers will show up. And you know what happens when you get a certain amount of Power Rangers in one in one space together? What? You can go Megazord, dude. Okay, wait. We can't take... Wait, okay. I know we made I a game fo- somewhat like this. It was, that was the start. It was the st- We've it was, definitely done a game kind of like this. And I want to be very careful that when we start getting into our Zord territory, we don't accidentally repeat our old... Starfield gag. So how about well, this? I want to focus on more specifically really quick though, mm-hmm. is I want to focus more on the micro game yes. of yes. this. Just like you're playing as a you're one player fighting monsters or you fighting what, evil villains. Yes. You know what video game had a really, really cool transformation mechanic that I think was kind of underutilized? Which one? Beautiful Joe. Oh, okay. Where you now, like- Beautiful Joe had a system where, like, when you first start the game, Joe doesn't have a lot of, like, skill using his cool Beautiful Joe format and style. No. So anytime you use the powers, the, the gauge will drain, mm-hmm. like, your energy gauge. And if it drained too much, Joe would transform out of Beautiful Joe, where he could run super fast, slow-mo time, and jump super into high and cool. Joe. Into just a normal dude again. Mm-hmm. I want this game to have that. I want there to be like a mana system or like a rain, like the ranger force. I forget mm-hmm. what the rangers like grid is. It p- the power grid, bro. I have no idea. And That's we know okay. what, And we know what happens when I talk out of my ass on this show, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I'll I'll talk out of my ass on this show then. Uh-huh. So I believe that the Power Rangers are attached to something called the Power Grid or the mm-hmm. Ranger Grid or something like that. And yeah, that's they're, what all makes dra- them they're all drawing from the same power source. Yes. So you I think only have a certain amount of you, points if to you, spend, right? Yeah. If you run out of energy, be it take too much health damage, used up too many of your abilities, tried to like rush stuff off of a cooldown, mm-hmm. then you're going to use up your Ranger Force power and you're going to be forced to transform back into your normal person mode. I love this. And you know what? Actually, I want to take from another game and... Cause like, but you run out really fast. Like, let's make that a thing. You run like, out so fast and, in the early game. And taking from Bloodborne, because I'm going through Bloodborne right now. Um, I'm you, sorry. 
it's really fun. I don't know. Where you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you're mad about it. Um, but they do this thing where if you at you have your health bar, but if you kill an enemy, you actually regain the damage that they gave you to some extent. So like as you go through enemies, you um, every enemy you defeat becomes part of your mana bar. So, like, it's just this constant give and take of, like, expelling energy to take out enemies. And if you miscalculate and realize that's not enough energy to take out the person, now you're going to have to do a dodging thing for a couple of seconds while your mana refills. Yes, yes, yes. And I love this idea. I kind of, like, said it just, like, sporadically. But I like this idea that, like, because MMOs, you always have skills, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can't just, like, mash the spin kick button because you'll run out of spin kick sauce. Mm Mm-hmm. But what if the spin kick, like all of your skills have a cooldown, but you can force your skill off of cooldown to use it again, but at the cost of your ranger, like your ranger gauge. So it, it like you can jump, you can activate it, but it'll put more stress on you. So it's like it's um, uh, what do they call that? Uh, it, like in Tales from the Loop, the tail, the tabletop where you push yourself exertion. Yeah, you can exert yourself and you can mm-hmm. use a skill before its cooldown is up, but mm-hmm. at the cost of your ranger gauge. Mm-hmm. And I think that your ranger gauge can be like, will constantly kind of be trickling down, but then you can use your ranger gauge to maybe increase your health pool if you've taken too uh, much health. That's you cool. can use it to like refresh See, items or ammo. You know what I mean? Like, I want the uh, ranger, like, you have a health bar, and then on top of it all is the ranger gauge, and if that goes down too far, then you transform back into your normal person See, mode. See, when, uh, my, the, my, the little memory I do have of Power Rangers, one thing I remember them happening is, is that they were always backed up against a wall. They were always trying to figure out, what's the big thing we can do together to get over this obstacle? And the idea of pushing yourself to do, like, one final execution move at the cost of, like, it's going to cost you some of your gauge until you rest up or something. That's so fucking Power Rangers to me. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I like mm. this idea for this game a lot, actually. Just, just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to talk about Zords yet. Uh-huh. I just want to talk about like the simple mechanics of like an action game where you're constantly having to juggle between being in your Power Ranger mode, mm-hmm. exerting yourself too much, getting put back into your normal mode, having to survive until you could um, morph. Well, you know, what might be kind of cool is that maybe you start out ground level and don't have a Zorg. Like, you are just a Power Ranger, like, initiate or something. Oh, yeah, no, it's going to take a while before you unlock your Zorg. Yeah, like, you know, here's the here's the story of the game. is like, the, the city is being overrun by monsters, uh, or uh, the occurrence of monsters is more frequent than ever, and one single Power Rangers team is not enough to handle it, so they hire a bunch of initiates who can earn their way into being a fully-fledged Power Ranger. So that would explain why you don't have a Zorg at first. That would explain why maybe you have uh, limited access to certain weapons and abilities and other things. But as you progress through the game and maybe as you find a guild or something, you can become you can make your own Power Rangers team in this world. Yes. So like so like you can hook up with a team of five, like say you, me and three of our buddies are like, we are going to dedicate the rest of our life to playing this Power Rangers game. We are one full Power Rangers force. And yeah, we're all classed out. We each have one member. We each have a color. We each have a ranged ability. Mm-hmm. We're squatted up. We're ready. Yeah, and we're then, balanced. And then we can do the Zorg stuff. And then that will be its own, like, maybe, like, the leader gets control of it or something. I think we could just use the same mechanics um, 
from our other game where it's just kind of <laughs> well, recycle I mean, like, the Starfield I, jokes. I mean, I'm not going to recycle the jokes, but like the mechanics are are pretty good. Like everybody just kind of works together to move. Can can like I think in that w- I think that the way that the the Zords would work in this game, if we ever did them, is one they would be event based. Like uh, yeah. you wouldn't be you able to jump the into time. the Zord all the time. It would nope. be like oh, the Easter event is going on so we can be like doing the Zord to go fight the giant Easter bunny. Yes. I think that players could constantly be upgrading the Zord based on their own like player powers or Mm -hmm. player skills. Yeah. But only the team captain gets to go pilot the Zord. And I think that that's it. It's just one level up. We're not going to go the Starfield way and just keep building up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. And it could be a thing where just to make it more playable is that the fight is done really quickly. Yes. Like it's like you have to oh here it is, here it is, here it is. The anytime there's an event, like let's go with the Easter bunny thing, as hilarious and weird as that is, um, there's a giant Easter uh, bunny mech rampaging the town. You have to fight your way to the mech and then you can summon your own mech. So like as a team, as your five characters um fight their way through a bunch of little minions and then they get to the mech summoning zone, summon the mech, then they punch the Easter bunny. So the the fight isn't necessarily the fight with the mech it's the fight with the minions that's hard i like that idea a lot yeah that like way, the so mech it, is just something that you get to customize with your friends to like the for the cinematic finish do a finisher basically yeah i yeah. like that idea a lot that's very cool there we go all right then we're only focused on the micro gameplay of just like the mmo of being a power ranger and getting your skills and upgrading that you know be so fun we also do kind of the monotonous method from like yakuza where like there are missions that don't involve fighting monsters at all Oh, yeah, it's like, an MMO. There's going to be delivery quests. Like, hey, there's going deli- to be so much about this game that sucks shit. Hey, I, uh, <laughs> I'm just picturing a fucking a Power Ranger with all their armor and stuff on, just booking it down the street with like a, like a stack of 20 pizzas in one hand. <laughs> and they're just like having to deliver shit in a time in like in under a minute or something. Oh, I've got one more thing that I want to add to this game, actually. Yes, do it, do it, do it, do it. Mounts. Is your Zord? There is mounted combat, but you get less experience. So, like, what I mean by that is like, because all Zords are animals, right? Mm-hmm. And we're gonna need, we're gonna have a huge, giant, expansive world for all of our players to run around in. All of our beautiful little rangers. I'm so happy and pow- proud of all of them. Mm-hmm. They need to explore the world a better way than just walking. Mm-hmm. Zords offer the perfect vehicle for us to give them mounts. Mm-hmm. But Zords are kick-ass, right? Like, it's a giant gorilla with guns for fists. Mm-hmm. So they need to be able to do combat, which I don't feel like there's a lot of MMOs, MMOs that have mount combat. But okay. I want to make sure that we're not, like, making it so that, like, mounts are, like, the easy win. My my best kind of reference is, like, Borderlands. Like, in Borderlands, you can hop in a car and just use them to gun down your enemies. But you mm-hmm. get less experience out of it. Okay, so okay, I think that's totally. I think that's the best way to go. It's just like you can use them, but a lot of. Oh, or you can also do a thing where most areas aren't accessible by like vehicle. Oh yeah, you, Zords can't th- fit here. Do you think the mall is going to be able to fit a whole Zorg? No, you got to no. go beat somebody's hey, real ass. Real question: in the Are you pronouncing it Zorg with a G? Yes. Why? How do, how do you pronounce it? With a D. Zord. Yeah. Oh. I always thought it was Zorg. No. Yeah. You might be getting that mixed up, though, because the villain in nah, the Mighty Morphin bro. Power Rangers was Emperor Zerg. Nah. 
Nah, nah, Mandela effect. (laughs) (laughs) I never have to be wrong ever again, AJ. (laughs) The fucking the internet gave me my just my my out card. (laughs) All right, Blake, we need to make a decision. I think okay, so we have our Power Rangers game, and then we have our like the based off of the movie, but I'm not gonna say um ghost ghost uh squatter game. Our ghost squatter game or our mighty morphin M our mighty morphin MMO. Oh, oh my god, MMORPG good... would just be Mighty Morphin Online. Holy shit. I think you cracked it with that name, bro. Mighty Damn Morphin it. Online. MMO. Oh my god, that's so good, dude. Mighty Morphin Online. Alright, that's our game. All that's right, the game. That's the we... nug. We need to come up with some boss fights. Yeah. So these are these are some of the things that you'll have to find out in the world. Like these might be some of them might be events. And these boss fights are going to come from our Patreon Discord. Mhm. All right. I one of person Brooke said spicy spooky not spicy. But, uh, Brooke said spooky mingos. I don't know what mingos are. What is spicy mingo? what? Spicy mingos. What is, spooky mingos? I don't know what that is either. I'm let's cut that because this I I'm seeing something that's like it looks like a Native American group and I'm like oh, okay. I don't necessarily want to fuck with that if I don't understand it. <laughs> Under underwater temple, underwater monk from Conorain. So underwater one, monk in an underwater temple. Yes, so that's it's, a raid for oh, holy, sure. Holy shit, it's like a temple underwater and their whole thing is that they want to do it they because you know, like moving underwater is like so heavy and like it's really taxing on your muscles. Yes, it's a whole tribe of monks that have dedicated their studies to being underwater to help like strengthen their bodies. That's it's a, very kickass. It's a whole group of rock lees, AJ. What I also really like about this is that because it's underwater, like only like aquatic zords can get down there. Oh, so you're saying only certain raids are only accessible to certain zorgs. Yeah, so like if I wanted to get down there, I need to make sure I have a fish zord, like a shark or oh. a serpent or Could you maybe do what happens maybe if a, you have a water person on your team? Does that then give you ability? So it would it would um Well, give that would imply that all Okay, so you're saying that any blue ranger is a water ranger. Yes. That's how it tends to go. So like what I'm That's a fair is, assumption, yeah. So so what I'm thinking is is like I as a as a as a black ranger don't have that water ability so but you are a that, tank so like you're always going to be better at about like taking damage so would that would be my incentive as an individual player to squat up to be like there are certain things i literally there are places i cannot go so that is telling me i need to hook up with the water ranger and then and the rest of the group and then we can all go do this one raid yeah i like that idea a lot yes okay. yes yes like, yes and then for fire like not everybody can go into a, I, the black ranger and the fire ranger are kind of weird because i've seen the black ranger also have like magma abilities and i'm like that's just the red ranger but di- with a little bit of earth in it i guess <laughs> i don't know it's like it, it gets well like the- i think that we need to think about it not as like the ranger thing but as the zord thing right like i think that you can get zords in different colors oh so maybe if you wanted okay. to get into like the magma okay. zone you mm-hmm. needed to have like some sort of prehistoric like a, zord. like a like a, a fossil zorg yeah could Something you? that's gonna give you access to those those things. Like think about Zords as not only mounts, 
but like there will be seasonal mounts and seasonal zords but mo- more importantly as like your access to different raids and your access to different zones real, on the map real question um do you have the ability to change your zord yes. or is like you choose it and that's the one you have to go with I think that you can change your Zord in loadouts. Like if you go back to base, uh, unless you have okay. a loadout, like, cause I know that there was one Rangers like thing where their whole thing was, they had like a disc and they could spin the disc and equip a different Zord. So oh, that's radical as hell. So maybe eventually, maybe there's like a class of, Oh so, my God. Okay. The, the, okay. The layers that you're going to get in combination of this game is so fucking wild, right? Because you can mm-hmm. choose color, yeah, but then yeah, you yeah. can also choose generation and but then you can all, choose weapon. But these are all unlockables too. Like after every raid, you're uh, it's like, this is a, a, ra- a legendary raid. So you're going to get some sort of legendary piece of gear. You have to be... unlock different generations of Ranger. Yes, 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 yes. Like I have to unlock the ability to be an SPD Ranger. Mm-hmm. And you know, it'd be kind of cool too. Like if I, this might not be necessarily Power Rangers, but you know, like in Dark Souls is they have this versus thing where depending on which banner you have, you kind of get that dictates who you fight. You could do like a, uh, you can do some sort of Ranger against Ranger action in this. So it's oh, like, there would be a PVP zone. Yeah. Like, like it w- could be a thing where you can either your squad versus another squad, or you can do a thing where it's like, this is a, there's going to be an event here called the red and blue raid where it's red Rangers versus blue Rangers. And it's just like this big ass battlefield or something. Yes, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit, I like this game a lot. Um, I... this is good. All right, do you have any? Do you have one more boss fat? Boss fat? Do you have one more boss fight for me? I have hey, a lot. I have a lot of cat submissions. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I also noticing have, that. I also have General Grievous holding a saber body pillow. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> Okay, so you, uh, I'm seeing from Too Many Bees, Andrew, David, Philip, uh, Too Many Bees again, and Gazer. They all have different renditions of cats. So what I'm thinking is maybe hit me you, with those cats really quick. Just go uh, down the list: bear cat, beer cat, beard cat, fear cat, and joy cat. That's so, a very fun boss layout. <laughs> I like so, the idea of like well, these all sound a like whole, different like, zords. Group these... of oh yeah, a whole group of zords that you have to fight. That like they all maybe form it's into all... one big ass cat. Yeah, and it's all one big battle, right? Like, you go yeah. in with your squad of five, and then all five of those nasty cats show up. Yeah. Well, because I think this also is kind of in line with Power Rangers. It may sound cheesy, but, like, have you... You and I had to do a lot of research on Power Rangers for one of our shorts a while back. There's some weird fucking monsters in the Power oh, Rangers Oh, yeah, universe. Power Rangers monsters are wild and very cool. There was... Oh, my God, there was one that was literally... There was one that was like just had a baseball bat, and then there was another one that was just a tombstone with an eye on it. <laughs> there's some fucking. There's some weird. If you have like an hour to spend, go check out Power Rangers <laughs> boss fights. It's it's weird, but I think that's our game, though, man. I think so too. MMO. MMO. Holy shit! So Mighty Morphin Online. That's, I'm realizing that it doesn't don't... have Power Rangers in that. Wait a minute, Mighty Morphin Online RPG. PRG Power Rangers. MMO, I think Mighty, Mighty Morphin I think Online. Most people, I think most people get it, unless Mighty Morphin was for a specific generation of Power Rangers. Maybe it's Power Rangers game, Mighty Morphin Online. Uh, the Power Rangers game, Mighty Morphin Online. So, the PRG MMO. Yeah, there we go. Okay, the, P- R- the PRG MMO. Yeah, there you go. 
There we go. The Power Rangers on the Power Rangers game multi morphin mighty morph shit. So we already said it. We don't don't even worry. We about said it, it one time. We nailed it the one time. We're good the one time. <laughs> Let's go to patch notes. Let's go to patch notes. And then I'm gonna go drink. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. We just wanted to give a quick little shout-out to a couple of our previous guests, Haley. Uh, Haley, uh, AJ, can you take over for me? Yeah, I'll take over. We wanted to go ahead and give a shout-out to our previous guests, Blue Lennox and Haley Rose. They're mm-hmm. incredible people, and they have incredible shows, and they just got engaged, which is really amazing for them. Ah, it's so cute. And that... Brings us to a thing. Uh, we want Wait, to do. Some- I really want to oh, say really quick. Go, oh, oh, go check ahead, out go before you go. I want to say go check out their stuff. Uh, advertising, good boys, girls. Um, Blue is starting tank. to. Blue is starting to stream more on Twitch as well, and her switches yeah. are pretty chill. I like them. So definitely go check out their work. They do incredible stuff. They're absolute angels. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any ideas on um, on future guests that you would like to have on the show, uh, give us a tweet. Or send us an email, something. Uh, we also have a Reddit. Yeah, you know, we have plenty of time right now, so we think maybe we'll go ahead and try to hunt down some more guests and ex- try to spread those wings a little bit. Got yeah. plenty of time. So anybody that you can think of that you think would make a good host, go ahead and just, you know, tweet at us, tweet at them, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear about it. Mm-hmm. With that being said, thank you all so, so much for listening. Um, it's really awesome to really have you all here and we hope that we're making your time a little bit easier during the quarantine i know that it's been a bit rough for blake and i yeah but you know like this podcast has actually become a nice little coping mechanism just for me personally because it's just like it's something to look forward to at the end of every week you know yeah yeah no it, it maintains that sort of normality well, I know that one show that I listened to actually started doing shows every day because they just wanted wow. something to do. Uh, yeah, a uh, new player has joined. Oh, shit. No way. Really good podcast. Really fun mm-hmm. show. They started doing daily episodes during quarantine because they were wow. like, well, we're in LA and we have nothing better to do. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. AJ, what's All right, our music? Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.